Thank you, special, and uh, thank you, Sir Greg. And to all of us, we say hi to each other. Uh, make a wave. Look around. Make a wave, please. Amen. <clears throat> and amen. We may have to do this na, until next year. No? Um, so uh, we have to learn to really adjust. No? It's, it's really hard to preach with, with this. <clears throat> And uh, it's hot, but uh, we get to used to it by the grace of God. Amen? Amen. So extra, extra careful, extra burden for us to all. But we are happy serving the Lord. We're happy to be here. We know that uh, still the blood of Jesus will cover us. So we give everything to the Lord. God provide that. Satan would be successful in hindering the work of God. And so uh, <clears throat> we thank God for his guidance to us. In your Bible, please, this morning, I hope you can hear me. The back, I'm wearing a face mask. Klaro ba ko sa likod? Okay, so raise your hand pag din naklaro, ha? Okay. Um, the Word of God is so important. Pag, um, do not hesitate. Pag maana na mo, that means nga I'm not coming to you clear anymore. So, ano lang para ma-adjust po na ako akong tingog kay kung kusog po kahit tingmo, lagpot atong atuli, no? So, uh, in the book of, Hib- of uh, Exodus, I mean, uh, I have been reading the book of Exodus. Nice to see Sir Arnel with us. Congrats sa imuhang bagong uh, mansion sa sa, sa, ni, sa Lupon. Uh, I'm really... Uh, looking forward to be able to stop by Lupon, no? Tanaw ko seria ni Sir Arnel. Naidagang pabo daw sa likod. Noto kong tuyo. Well, he, Exodus 7, verses number uh, 1. Exodus 7. You can follow me through your eyes as I read the Word of God. Kindly rise this time, please. Um, those who are watching us in their homes, I repeat, um, Exodus 7 verse 1. <clears throat> you need to open your Bible in your homes. This is worship time. So, in spite of the fact nga wala mudri, you have to really consider this hour as worship even in your home. And the Lord said unto Moses, verse 1, See, I have given thee I have made thee, rather, a God. Small letter G. I have made thee a God to Pharaoh. And Aaron thy brother shall be thy prophet. Thou shalt, remember the command is so clear. Thou shalt speak, what's the next word? All. Thou shalt speak all that I command thee. And Aaron thy brother shall speak unto Pharaoh that he send the children of Israel out of his land. I will harden Pharaoh's heart, multiply my signs or miracles and my wonders in the land of Egypt. But Pharaoh shall not hearken unto you that I may lay my hand upon Egypt and bring forth mine armies and my people, the children of Israel, out of the land of Egypt by great judgment. And the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord. I will stretch forth mine hand upon Egypt and bring out the children of Israel from among them. Verse number 6. And Moses and Aaron did as the Lord commanded them. So did they. Verse 7. And Moses was fourscore old. Meaning one score is twenty. Fourscore means Moses at this time was 80 years old. Moses was four score years old and Aaron was four score and three, 83 years old when they spake unto Pharaoh. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We praise you for the word of God today. This is a time of great learning for us, God's people. And uh, Lord, I pray that the Holy Spirit will enable thy servant to preach the word of God in such a way that the word will not uh, be wasted, Lord, but it might be spoken well 
give me the clarity of speech so that I might be able to communicate the word of God to your people. And those who are not yet saved, I pray, Lord, that they may see thee, the only true God, the only one source of salvation. In Jesus' name I pray, amen and amen. Kindly be seated. The title of the message this morning is, It is only the power of God that saves. You see, salvation involves power. It's a divine power. And we need to recognize that if ever someone gets saved, it is done only to the power of God. Amen? So, it is only the power of God that saves. That is what I want to implant in our minds today. That we, we recognize that, that it is God's power, only His power, that saves souls. We should never forget the mighty power of God that is required to deliver souls from Satan's domain of darkness. Remember that. Now, we receive training in how to present the gospel effectively to the lost. And for most part, we say that such training is helpful. It really helps us. We have training in our Bible school. We have training provided for our, our soul winners so that they might be able to present the gospel well. And uh, every Christian should be able to give a simple gospel presentation with uh, appropriate Bible verses. So we, we teach our Bible students, we teach our workers to use the proper verses for, uh, in dealing with the needs of the people. And it's a blessing. Every Christian should be prepared to answer common questions and uh, even objections that unbelievers raise. So we should be able, we do not engage in any kind of debate, but we, we, we try to answer their needs, lead them to the truth. But even after training, seeing lost people repent and believe the gospel does not depend on our methods, our persuasive skills in presenting the gospel. We need to understand that. And saving a soul from eternal judgment requires nothing less than God's mighty power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead. Ephesians 1, 19 and 20. In the book of Ephesians chapter 1, verses 19 and 20. And what is the exceeding greatness of His power to us word who believe? Now underline the word believe. There's the working of God God's power in saving souls works when, on the other end, our part, we believe. That is what is required. By faith, we believe the word of God. What is the exceeding greatness of his power to us who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ. Remember, the resurrection of Christ pictures our resurrection, spiritual resurrection, our death, our burial, and resurrection, which he wrought in Christ, did in Christ, when he raised him from the dead and set him on his right hand in the heavenly places. You see, God must impart new life to one who is dead in his sins. Ephesians 2, verses 1 to 6. Time will not permit me there. And you had to quicken who were dead in trespasses and sins. Quickened means made alive. Ephesians 2 verses 1 to 6. If God doesn't do that, you may be able to get a person pray the sinner's prayer or make a professional faith. But if God does not impart new life to that walking spiritual dead person, there will be no genuine conversion. There will be no there will be no true salvation. Salvation is not a matter of a person walking the aisle or making a decision to invite Jesus into his heart. It's not, it's not just that. It's a matter of God raising the dead through his mighty power to save. Amen? It's God saving people. 
We are simply the instrument through whom He works to deliver souls from bondage. Now, let's go back to our text here in Exodus. I, we have no time to read the entire chapter, but we will be dwelling on chapter 7 today. Exodus 7 reports the beginning of 10 miraculous plagues that the Lord brought on Egypt through Moses. And it ended culminating in Pharaoh's releasing Israel from a long period of slavery. Some said there were slaves in Egypt for 430 years. I don't believe on that. My personal study uh, tells me that the actual years that the Israelites spent in Egypt was only 200, 215 years. Katunga sa 430 years. Because 430 years started when God called Abraham to the time they became a nation. So that's not the point here today. And so they have been slaves. And so Pharaoh permitted them to go out. Now, chapter 7 of Exodus is a literal story of it's a literal story of God's people being freed from, from evil tyrant who was Pharaoh then, so that eventually they could conquer the land which the Lord had promised to give to Abraham's descendants. But it is also a picture of how God delivers sinners from slavery to Satan's cruel dominion. You see, remember that it was fulfillment of God's promise that they came out at the same time, they're coming out of slavery, pictures the way God saves, delivers sinners from slavery to uh, Satan's dominion. They were slaves, not only to Egypt, but they were slaves. Egypt and Pharaoh were pictures both of the world and Satan. Now, in today's message, we, the main lesson we can learn is this. Delivering people from bondage to sin is God's work. It is God's work, dependent on His power over the forces of the dark, of the darkness, and of or, or of darkness. The Bible says in in Psalm three verse eight, "Salvation belongeth unto the Lord." Salvation belongeth unto the Lord. It's the power of God working so that we might be saved. Scholars, <clears throat> scholars point out that the first nine plagues, there were ten plagues, the first nine plagues fall into three sets of three in an ascending order of severity. What does it mean? One, two, three. Four, five, six. Seven, eight, nine. Now, what did I say? No? Um, Three sets of three in an ascending order of severity. The, the farther it goes, now the more the judgment became uh, 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 more painful for them. The first plague in each set has a purpose clause where God states his rational and aim for the flag. What was God's purpose for the flag? Look at verse number 17, please, in our text. Chapter 7, verse 17. Thus saith the Lord, in this thou shalt know. Why did he send those plagues? That I am the Lord. Behold, I will smite the rod that is in mine hand upon the waters which were in the rivers, that, and they shall be turned to blood, so that they might know that the true Jehovah God is the true God. You see, the Egyptians at this time have thousands of gods. They have hundreds of temples, but they have thousands of, of gods that they worship. They have gods for everything. And so the Lord came in, sent these plagues to show to them that there is only one true God. Chapter 8, verse 22, please. Exodus 8, verse number 22. I will sever in that day the land of Goshen, in which my people dwell. No swarm supply shall be there, to the end that thou mayest know that I am the Lord in the midst of the earth. Remember this. 
Ang purpose of is for them to know that I am the Lord. Chapter 9, verse 14, please. Exodus 9 and verse number 14. It says, I will, for I will at this time send all my plagues upon thine heart and open thy servants upon thy people that thou mayest what? Know that there is none like me in all the earth. In those three verses, God says the purpose why I'm sending these plagues so that they might know, they might know, know what? That I am the Lord. I am the Lord. The overall purpose of the flags is in chapter 7. Look at this please. Verse number 5. 7 verse 5. And the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord. When I stretch forth my hand upon Egypt and bring out the children of Israel from among them. The Egyptians shall know. That is the overall purpose. So now we have the answer. Why did God send those plagues? So that they might know. They might know. Know what? God's purpose in these plagues was to show His supreme power and exalt His name over all the earth. Not only the Egyptians, but the surrounding nations might know that He is the sovereign God. In chapter 9, look at verse number 16. Exodus 9, verse number 16. And in very deed for this cause, I have raised thee up to show in thee my what? Moses, listen to this. So the people might see my power and that my name shall be declared throughout all the earth. Can you imagine God's purpose behind it? Not only the Egyptians, but his name shall be exalted over all the earth. Over all there, so he wanted to show his power that he is Lord. He is Lord. Chapter 6, look at verse 1 and verse number 2. Chapter 6, verses number 1 and 2. Then the Lord said unto Moses, Thou shalt see that I will do to Pharaoh, for with a strong hand shall he let them go. With a strong hand shall he drive them out of his land. Verse 2, God spake unto Moses, and said unto him, I am the Lord. Some scholars argue that the ten plagues directly confronted Egypt's many gods. It was a confrontation actually. Open na tumagira at that time. Nakigira ng gino, he declared war against all the Egyptian gods. There are many gods and and showed the superiority of God of Israel over all of them. Over all of them. For example, the Egyptians had a God of, of the Nile. And uh, the God of the Nile River was confounded by God's turning that mighty river into blood. Can you imagine? They worshipped the sun God, whose power was defeated by the nine plague. The ninth plague is darkness. They worship the sun, but they could, not, they could not prevent the darkness that God said. Different gods had multiple functions, such as gods of fertility, gods of the crops, the storms, and the health. They have many gods for everything. And uh, many of the gods were worshipped in different locations, and, and they were assimilated by other gods over time. What does it mean? Like for example, the goddess Venus, just one example. Uh, the goddess Venus of the Romans uh, was a counterpart of the Greek goddess Aphrodite. So they developed, they named names, but actually, they be, now uh, Minerva Venus became um, Mama Mary, karong panahon. And so they, they just developed. And uh, now, but overall, the overall point of the plague was to show the superiority of the one true God over all Egypt's many gods and idols, and to show his power over Pharaoh, who claimed to be a god. So everybody in Egypt 
they 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 look up to they look up to Pharaoh, Mr. Pharaoh. By the way, Pharaoh is a series of names, titles. There are many Pharaohs. In fact, Cleopatra bear that name Pharaoh also. We must understand that God's miraculous power was on display from plague number one up to plague number ten. We need to understand this. God's power was on display throughout all these plagues. And there are spiritual lessons that we can learn today. Number one, the work of delivering people from bondage of sin is purely the work of God. The work of God. Whether the deliverance of the Israelites itself, God has a message to send. God did it through his mighty hand. God did it through. It's not through the ability of Moses to lead the people out. Put it in the hands of Moses and it was a failure. Moses have failed. Aaron has failed. The leaders have failed. God's hand was on display. His power was on display. The book of Titus 3 verse 5 says, Not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us. He saved us. How many people attribute their salvation to someone else? Or to some people? No. We always say we need to take our hands off. Salvation is purely the work of God. Kung naluwas man ta, usaray, dapat nga mo dawat o praise anak. It's God. Amen. Praise God, I'm saying. And uh, so, praise the Lord. It's obvious in the opening verses that God is in charge here. So, Exodus 7. He appeared to Moses at the burning bush. After 40 years, uh, he appeared to him and then commissioned him to return to Egypt to deliver his people. He was, he was, in, he was in charge there of... Uh, of uh, Mr. Jethro's flock. Uh, <clears throat> there in Midian Desert, he met the Lord. The first 40 years of his life, he was educated in the University, university of the Sun to become the great leader of the world. God took him out and God trained Moses in the desert. Ang training si Lamok To humble Moses. God has to bring him to humbleness. That is how patient God is. And so, um, God appeared to him in, in a burning bush, commissioning him to return to Egypt to deliver his people. Moses became discouraged when he became discouraged because of some setbacks. The Lord again told him to go to Pharaoh and speak the words. Remember this. You need to speak the word the Lord would give him. That is what we need today as church. As preachers, we need to remind ourselves that this pulpit is provided for God to, for, 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 for the service of God to preach, to speak exactly what the Lord. Please, no addition. Do not, do not stand here. I have to remind myself. What I'm not here to preach about my own life. I'm only limited to preach the gospel of Christ and the word of God. Dili pwede gamiton ang pulpito sa imong gitawag personal agenda. The pulpit is for the word of God. Period. We're only limited to that. Look at chapter 6 verse number 28 please. Chapter 6, verse number 28. It came to pass on the day which the Lord spake unto Moses in the land of Egypt, that the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, I am the Lord. Speak unto Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, all he says. All. God says that I send to thee. And Moses said unto, uh, before, said before the Lord, Behold, I am uncircumcised lips, of uncircumcised, how shall Pharaoh hearken? Now I don't. I, I, now you don't have to. You don't have to worry about that, Moses. 
what you need, whether Pharaoh will listen to you, whether Pharaoh will believe you or not, di problema. Your responsibility between you and me as God called ordained minister is to preach all, all the word of God. Ayog dugangi. Aaron and Moses and Aaron were merely his instrument and spokesperson. Moses would be as God to Pharaoh and Aaron would be a prophet in chapter 7 verse 1. God says, I will make you a God before Pharaoh. Moses, I have to make this clear, Moses was not God. He was not God, of course, but he was a type of the one who would come as both God and man to save his people from their sins. We need to understand this, that God has always chosen to use human instruments to accomplish his sovereign plans. Since Pharaoh viewed himself as a God, through the plagues, the Lord was putting him in the place of Moses. During the course of this, of this, of the plague, said Moses, I will make you a God. You can command. You can command. Now, my, my ability, my power, it will be at the disposal of your, of your mouth. Can you imagine, like Elijah bold, there will not, there shall not be rain or dew or rain this tree and it appears according to my word. Who are you, by the way, Elijah? Nothing. But God has placed at his disposal the resources of heaven. He can command. Why? Because he was commissioned by God. Number one, God works through his inadequate servants. Develop him to know him through his own personal dealings. He trains his own servants. And God's way of training his servants, preparing his servants, is very unique. And by the working of his grace, uses them as instruments of delivering others. These miraculous events follow immediately after Moses protested his, protested his own inability. In chapter 6, verse number 30, listen to this. Chapter 6, verse 30, Moses said, The Lord, behold, I am uncircumcised lips. How shall Pharaoh hearken unto me? What did Moses do? And uh, um, he was protesting God. Perhaps Moses and Aaron's ages are also given as an excuse. In chapter 7, verse number 7, it says, Moses was four score years old. Aaron was four score and three. An hour ago, eight years old si Moses. Ang young brother, older brother, 83 years old. Basi nag sungkut-sungkut at unduha. And they could have said, Lord, tiguang naman me. And uh, it was to show that these two old men did not have natural ability to deliver Israel. Only God could do that through them. Yeah, but if God, no matter what excuses we offer, pero kung trabahon ka sa ginoo, if God works through you, through you, nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible. Two old men, one of them in simple shepherd's clothing, and uh, with no weapons, no armor, sungkod lang. Aaron has a stop, kaya mastiguang mo siya. Noy, manong, ikaw rin, sungkod, kaya mastiguang mo kasako. Ay ko tawag tiguan mo. Sis, masakit ang tuhod. Hamtong lang. So they were commissioned by God. He was acting as a prophet to enter the palace. The announce, announcer would say, well, uh, your majesty, Pharaoh, here comes the ambassador from Ethiopia. Let them come in. Red carpet. Another one, ambassador from Syria. Tulod. So, uh, what's next on the list? The agenda. So, wala na, pero nisulod lang kalit katong tiguang niya, ang iyang sanina. Kanang gikantigbantag karniro. Oh, um, napay duha ka po. 
Kusa na ambasador sa Boringot siguro na. Ambasador sa Diwalwal. Moses na ero. Two old men in a simple shepherd's clothing with no weapon, no armor, nothing impressive about their appearance, standing before the powerful, most powerful monarchs in his great palace. Can you imagine? Surrounded a powerful armed guards, well-dressed attendants, purus to Americana to mga ambassadors, mga vice presidents and presidents from other countries. Kinindoha? Sungkodra. Pharaoh would have been, we would not have been impressed with Moses. Who are you by the way? Moses and Aaron. And that is, this is where they need to trust God alone. For what purpose are they appearing before the, the greatest <clears throat> monarchs of the earth? They had a message. They had a message. Usahay, we have to accept the fact na kung dago na nga mga tao, lamay kay solwining diya sa may suok ang ng boulevard, pero at ito na nga nis dago mga subdivision mo diyang ma-intimidate na ta. Kisa mo mga baptismo. And, uh, but these two men had to really trust the Lord. They had to trust the supernatural power of God. They let Pharaoh know that they were they were not acting on their own, but rather the Lord God of the Hebrews had sent them. It was the Lord God of Hebrews, verse 16, chapter 7, And thou shalt say unto him, The Lord God of the Hebrews hath sent me unto thee, saying, Let my people go, that they may serve me in the wilderness. And behold, hither thou wouldest not hear. Pagkadungog ni Pharaoh, siguro sakit yung kutukutub. Kamu? Kamu? You are commanding me to let my slaves go? Kamu? That's how the world looked up, look upon us. That's how the eyes of the world will despise us. Well, before the first plague, the Lord directed Moses and Aaron said, what can we do to, to convince Mr. Pharaoh that we are? God says, the moment you stand before Pharaoh, cast Aaron's staff on the ground. It became, it became snake. And then, so, ha? Kana lang? Or na yung proof? Mga magicians come out. Daghang magicians, igawas, napos sila, sungkod, laboy po nila. Ang kang Aaron, ipalibutan sa tunga. So Father, God displayed His superiority over Pharaoh, uh, Pharaoh's magicians when Aaron's staff turned snake, ipang swallowed the magicians, magicians' staff. Ang wala lang kalit. Yes, simply magic naman to. Ito ang Aaron was real. Abi ni magtinod pero gihipnotize ka lang. So, ana-ana to mga bitin lang. Awala. God used a common shepherd's staff to swallow the staff of, of Pharaoh's powerful magicians. Now, we can stop there and say this. Have you ever thought about the fact that God's method for reaching the world with the gospel is incredibly ineffective? Anong kinimang simbahan kami ito niya? Not many mighty are called. Look at his 12 disciples. Dapat ito mga degree puros to graduate sa mababang paaralan sa Galilea. Ang ikatunan nito, tipunan ako, katong isda, gidakop nila, mga tilapya to. Naglisod, nagpahit, tumutaw to. But the Lord, in, 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 just, just think of this. The Lord could have sent angels to spread the good news about Jesus' death and resurrection on behalf of sinners. Halimbawa, kung ako yung Diyos, akong gamiton, hindi itong mga reject ng mga tao sa kalibutan. 
Kung ako ang Diyos, gamitin nako ang mga angels. Pag mga angels magbiyahe, di na sila masakit. Di na sila kinahanglang uh, manghagdaw pa kay para pamugas. They don't have to spend like missionaries all their time going to churches begging for support. If they get persecuted, all they have to do is to strike, strike them at once and they all be dead. The job could have been finished in a matter of days with the angels. Runganong ang churchman. He could, they could have done the job just a matter of days. Instead of 2,000 years, until now, the church is still preaching the gospel. And yet, still, many people have not heard. But just as God chose to use Abraham's disobedient, faithless descendants to be his channel of blessing to the nations, so he has chosen his church to take the gospel to the ends of the earth. Kanimong tanahon, mga church, napunog chismis ang church, napunog away-away ang church, napunog pride ang church, napunog weaknesses ang church, napunog failures ang church. Why did God use them? It's a basis God's spokesperson to the world like Moses. He may open feel like Moses tongue-tied, so to speak. Meaning, meaning, <coughs> we have difficulty in speaking. You feel you're inadequate for the task. Remember, we need to remember, we have the stuff in our hand. God says, what is that in your hand, Moses? He didn't say what is in your hand. What is that, Moses? A rod. With that rod, you're accomplished. And I dare say, God's people, what is that in your hand? I have in my hand the King James Version 6.11, which proclaims Romans 1.16, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God. There is power in the gospel that we preach. It is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greeks. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 18, For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness, but unto us which are saved, it is the power of God. I may not be as highly educated as other, uh, the, the, the world has. I may not have the money that they have. I may not have the connection that they have. But I have in my hand the powerful message that can change and save people. Thank God the only thing that we have here, the Bible Baptist Church, is the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. But still, it is God's power to save. To save. His promise to Moses was, I will be with thee, Moses. Don't be afraid. Exodus 3 verse 12. Exodus 4, verse number 12. Also, His promise to us, Matthew 20, verse 2. And lo, I am with you always. Meaning always, even unto the end of the world. See, God expects His servants. He expects God's servants. For God, as God's servants, He expects us to be faithful. He expects us to be obediently delivering His message. And... Uh, what does it mean to be faithful? Meaning, avoid mingling his words with our own personal agenda. God says all. All means your word. In John chapter 3, verse 25, during the time of John the Baptist, remember John the Baptist was ahead of Christ. And he has <clears throat> so many disciples ahead of Christ. Mas magulang itong yang igagaw ng si John the Baptist. And John the Baptist had been ministering to people. He has gathered followers already. And remember, Jesus Christ started his work when he was 30. And he had three years and a half ministry. But way prior to that, Naana si John the Baptist the followers. And it was a very crucial point in the life of John the Baptist when Jesus Christ started his ministry. In John 3.25, John chapter 3, verse number 25, 
And there rose a question between some of the disciples, just disciples and Jews, purifying. And they came unto John and said unto him, Rabbi, he that was with thee beyond Jordan, to whom thou bearest witness, behold, the same baptizes and all men. Money problem, Karun. It seems that everybody is going toward Jesus. Kung sa ato pa ba, nilaos naman ka, sir. John the Baptist, nilaos ka na. Ang mga tao, tuwa na dito. Wala bang partido ba? Mas daghan dito. John answered and said, A man can receive nothing except it be given him from heaven. Yet yourselves bear me witness that I said, I am not the Christ. I am not the Christ. He that hath the bride is the bridegroom. You know what he says to conclude verse number 30? He must increase, I must decrease. This is at the highest peak of his career as a, if I could say it, career. Naasa sa pinakatok-tok of his popularity. So many people following John, admiring John. And little by little, people were going to the crowd of Jesus. And it created envy. The followers of John said, Masikat naman ito gini. Katong Jesus Christ sikat. It was a crucial point in life where he could deceitfully take in the honor which belongs to Christ. But he says, humbly, he must increase, I must decrease. You see, this is the problem. We have popular preachers today. Their names are popular. They're applauded by men. But if you listen to them, si Cristo nasuok sa pulpito. You cannot see Christ. You cannot hear Christ presented. This pulpit is only meant to exalt nobody and nothing but the name of Christ. Amen. The preacher must be must hide himself. You see, to faithfully preach the word of God, he must avoid mingling his word with your own personal agenda. Preach the word of God. He must increase. I must decrease. We must avoid using God's pulpit in trying to raise our chairs. Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse number 3. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse number 3. If our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not. Verse number 5. For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your servant for Jesus' sake. That is exactly what we need to do. We must preach the Lord Jesus Christ. We must let people. Why? It happened to Mr. Nabuchadnezzar. Dunay bisaya nga preacher isa nga mao ni bisi Nabuchadnezzar. Ang tawag niya kay Nabuchadnezzar Nabuchadnezzar. Is that is not this great Babylon? I have this and that. Look at me. Ipadaib sa sigino silaong. Whatever we do, we sing, we preach, we teach. Remember this. This pulpit is for the glory of God. To God be the glory for the things He had done. With His blood He has saved me. With His power He has raised me. To God be the glory for the things He has done. Just let me live my life and let it be pleasing the Lord to thee. <coughs> if I gain any praise, let it go to Calvary. If I gain any praise, let it go. With his power has raised me to God with the glory for the things he has done. In Moses' case, because of his faithless protest that he could not speak well, God condescended. He came to the level of Moses to let Aaron be Moses' mouthpiece to Pharaoh. But remember, God says in chapter 7, verse number 2, chapter 7, verse 2, yes, 
receive us <coughs> and uh, uh, Exodus 7 verse number 2 let's go back to our text please in the book of Exodus chapter 7 and verse number 2 it says there thou shalt speak all thou shalt speak all that I commanded thee thy Aaron and thy brother Aaron shall speak unto Pharaoh that he send the children of Israel out of the land that was that was a message that Pharaoh wanted to, to hear. I believe it, it, it was something that Pharaoh hates. Let the people go. other previous ambassadors. Sir, sir, we have a message from God. We may not be as dignified compared to other people, but we have a message. What message? God, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob has commanded us to tell you right now, deliver your people, set them free. Who? The Israelites, the Jews living in the land of Goshen, let them go and serve the Lord. Mati minsaheng nakapabot sa dugo ni Pero of 350 siguro. Kabuhi pa ba tao ni 350? Kata 250? Pwede ba dok? 250 mabuhi pa na? Kuro-kuro si Pero. As difficult as it would have been for those two old men to tell Pharaoh the word of God, yet Moses says, we will do it. Chapter 7, verse number 10, Moses and Aaron went unto Pharaoh and did so. Exactly. Chapter 7, verse 20, Moses and Aaron did so. Exactly the word of God. Exactly. The word of God. The work of delivering number two, I have no more time. From bandage of sin <clears throat> is really, it really involves a spiritual battle. And it is only when we are fully dependent on God's mighty power that we can win against the forces of darkness. We look at Pharaoh and then at the same time we look at Moses and, and Aaron. Kining at trabaho involves a spiritual struggle. Kining trabaho magwali ka dire. Ang trabaho sa Bible Baptist Church in reaching the lost truly involves <coughs> spiritual warfare. We are engaged. Unang dili basta-basta nga we just we just have conduct services Sunday nga dita magpray. Amen ba? We recognize this is a spiritual battle. So every one of us, members of the church, dapat ampuan at ang pastor. Pag may go, lag corona ni pastor. Kaya yung kung, kung may go, taani, ma-positive, taani, yung saba. Kung saan nila live streaming? It just take one person and the church will be closed down. Si may tabo, yung isa talas, But Satan is a defeated foe. Satan is a defeated foe. He has no power against the word of God. He has no power against the blood of God. He has no power over the prayer of God's people. <clears throat> of God's people. We should feel guilty kung naanha ka, nahitabuhan mo sa kasimbahan, o sa kaservices, simbahan, ngawa ka kaparap gapray si mong pastor. Because you are supposed to do that. Kung Christian ka, you're a member of this church, nahitabu sa kadomingo, one Sunday have passed, wa kaga praise services, you are, you are to be guilty of that. Because you, as a Christian, you have the responsibility sa tubangan sa to pray for your church. Pray for the word of God. Not because you try to gain favor sa mong pastor. That's not the issue. Ay, ampuan ako sa pastor. Kay, basitagaan ko ano, ikanang lansones dito sa camp. Hindi na ba ang isyo? 
We need to pray because we are Christians. We need to pray because our church is commissioned by God. And we are in a spiritual battle. This is a spiritual battle that we are engaged in. And the only way we can win as God's people is through the spiritual support of the people of God. Now we need to remember things here. I have no more time. There are four things we need to see in this spiritual struggle. Number one, <clears throat> Satan's power sometimes seems comparable to God's power. Although it is, it is really, it is never is actually. You cast your stuff. Anana itong bitin? Ni sulod po itong mga mga I don't know what, what we call them. Mga magicians. Ah, petindagana. There was a real miracle coming from God. Pero si Satanas di ganyan buhian si Pharaoh. Ipakitaan niya more evidence for him to harden more of his heart. At ito ka sa Bible Baptist na konbiktahan ka, adi na kumamustag lasto, di na kumamustag ka ng lasto, di na kukinakadungo ko sa word of God, pagabot, hoy, 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 ang imong number gitayaan gahapon, 35, 35 megawas ron. Hoy! Muna, the more nga mugawas ka, the more nga butangan ka ni Satanas Uglaang to keep you in the darkness. To keep you in the darkness. <clears throat> Sometimes, it seems God's power, Satan's power, murag tinod. Actually, those are magics. Actually, those are lies. Various magicians were able to imitate the miracle of Aaron's right. <clears throat> they may imitate, pero second stage sa show, ipang kaunra po to sila, they were swallowed by Aaron's snake. That shows that God, it shows that God is more powerful. You see, ay kumpiyansa ni Satanas, kaya ni Satanas na po gahom, na po si ability to bless, na po si dagang ability. That is why, Deuteronomy 13, look at verse 1 and verse number 3. We're warned here. So, Pastor, naman po sila yung mga hiling-hiling. Naman po sila yung mga abilidad. Siyempre, Deuteronomy 13 verse 1, If there arise among you a prophet or a dreamer of dreams and give it the sign of, or a wonder, miracle meaning, the sign or the wonder come to pass, and uh, nga, ikaw dai, dali dai, Ikaw, maminyo kag-Amerikano. Pagkasunod bulan, eh. gamartsa ka na. Here comes the bride. O Magdalena, do you? Magdalena, do you accept the George? A George, do you accept Magdalena? I do. Ah, kuya. Tinood, Amerikano yun. Sa kuyawa ni Manangoy. <coughs> di pang himalaran ko maminyo ko merkano matuman yun nakadamgo ko ka ng number sa last to surprise dito po yun di na ko magpray magdamgo na lang ko ano ha if there arise among you prophets or dreamer of dreams give it the sign or wonder the sign of the wonder come to pass whereof he speak unto thee <coughs> saying let us go after other gods which thou hast not known. Let us serve them. Thou shalt not hearken unto the words that, of that prophet or that dreamer of dreams. But the Lord your God proveth you to know whether you love the Lord your God with all of your heart and with all of your soul. Remember this. Satan has the ability. Satan has power to deceive. He has also ability he sent lightnings to destroy Job's shepherds and his flock. Satan was able to send tornado to destroy the home where Job's children were and kill them. He struck Job with sore boils. Apo siya, Billy, that 
But how can we detect Satan's power? Morani. Satan exercises his power only to destroy, to bring ruin, to bring defeat, to deceive, to blind. Never expect nga si Satanas muhatag o maayos si muha. Because every good gift cometh from above. <clears throat> Ang buhaton na gudis na si muha is to ruin you. Tagahan kang power si Satanas para maisog ka para imong imong birahan ito imong silingan. Be sober, be vigilant because your adversary, the devil, walk it about seeking whom he may devour. He's a devourer. Number two, sometimes ang power ni Satanas, mura po ng power sa gino. Pero di na tinood. God's miracles strengthens the faith of true believers but would harden the hearts of the proud. God has shown miracle. The miracle shown by God through Moses, did it help? Did it help Mr. Pharaoh? It hardened instead. The more. Now, Pastor, can we not blame God? The Bible, and God hardened Pharaoh's heart. God hardened because it has been hardened before. Every time uh, it deals with Gino, ginapagahi niya, ginapagahi niya, ginapagahi niya. Yang kasing-kasing. You see, did it help? Wala. Let me give an example. <clears throat> there are so many thousands of people Jesus Christ himself healed. Nakakaunog pan. 5,000 men, not counting the children and the, the women. Believe me, Anida. Kapay pan? Believe ba ginamun ni Kristo? Kabalo ka bang katong mga tao nga magbakul-bakul matong Jesus Christ gaya ni Kristo? were the same people that demanded him to be crucified. I ask you, did the miracle help them? No. <clears throat> Look at how terrible it is. Number three, when people persist in opposing God, when they deliberately ignore his word, Pharaoh had seen it many, many, many times. Because they believe, but yet they believe in their gods and their gods fail them. Yung sa ginoo, imuna kong dugo, inyong tubig, balon, your rivers, fish will die. For one week, talot silag balon, white, kamugawas. For one week! Because they believe in their gods. They believe in their gods. They believe in their gods. To get people saved from bondage, to lead them to, the, to surrender to God's word is a spiritual battle in which God <clears throat> must convict them and God must open their hearts. We cannot convince people. We can pray for them. This message is here to, to, to tell us we can never convince people our, our miracles cannot convince them. It is God that can enlighten them. That is why before I, I came to the pulpit, I spent time begging God, Lord, you know it is your word. We are lacking of time. Time is running out for us as a church. <clears throat> but we have this little opportunity through live streaming. Lord, take the word. Bring them. To their hearts, show them the truth, bring conviction for them to be saved. Delivering people from bondage to sin is God's work, dependent on His, dependent on His power over the forces of darkness. While we should be working hard, yes, we should be working really wisely, and and we need to be persuasive to present the gospel of Christ. In the final outcome. Delivering sinners depends <clears throat> on God's power. Unless God puts His power upon my mouth, the words that come from my mouth, as I present the Word of God, nothing will happen. Nothing will happen. 
nothing will happen. And today, if you have never been saved, I pray that you recognize God is the only source of salvation through His Son, Jesus Christ. You recognize that this book is God's book. There is power in the Word of God delivered to you. We are all sinners. We're supposed to go to hell, but Jesus Christ died that we might be saved. Open your heart, and He will save you today. Open your heart. Humbly surrender yourself to God. Are you faithful like Moses and Aaron in delivering the Word of God? Are you faithful in sharing the Word of God? Let us all stand up, please. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the faithfulness of your word. Your faithfulness that lasts throughout to all generations. And you are still the same today. You have commissioned us as a church. And we obey because this is your will. That the word of God should be preached to the church. Through the local New Testament church. Bless your people today. And Lord, may we see that, that, that everything that happens in the world, even in our own time, you allow things to happen to let people know that only the Lord, only God, is the God of healing, is the true God of comfort. Only the Lord is our true source of help. May we see you, God, today. Inaud pa ang mga tao will recognize ngang tanang butang na itabo sa imong kabubuton o tanang butang amo maangkon ang among healing, ang among protection. Gikan lang sa imo, In Jesus' name I pray. Unta doon, doon ay mga kalag na mudawat kang Jesus Christ. Today, in Jesus' name, Amen and Amen. We stand, please. This time we will be singing an invitation song. And if you're right there, you are not 100% sure na save ka. While Sir Greg gives the invitation, while we sing the invitation song, Lord lang, I pray ka, Lord Jesus, I really believe you are my Savior. Just do it. Just kneel down. We have decision cards. I guess do you have it in your seats? Or a Christian, as a Christian, you want to surrender your life to God. You want to be faithful to God or you have needs of prayer, just just sit down and then after that, you fill up the decision card in your benches. Nabas in your benches, decision cards in the middle. Um, if not, we have plenty here. Um, this is the time that we surrender to the authority of God. We recognize Him to be the sovereign God over our lives, individually, our church, our nation, and the world as a whole. We surrender, we recognize Him to be Lord of Lord and King of Kings. All of us, Sir Greg, please. We'll be singing the invitation song, two verses, but before that, uh, God, the Word of God has been preached. Thank you, Pastor. Uh, it is the desire of the God of Father that no one would perish but everyone to come to repentance. Acknowledge that you are a sinner. If you haven't been saved, acknowledge that you are a sinner. And as a Savior, the Bible says, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Salvation is a gift. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. We cannot save ourselves, only God. And that is the Lord Jesus Christ. Be saved today. We'll be singing the invitation song. What song are we going to sing? sing the song, Just As I Am. Just As I Am. Two verses only. We're going to end the invitation. I hope, my friend, that today you will be saved. You will accept Christ as your Lord and Savior. And just like Moses and Aaron, serve God after your soul will be saved. So let's sing the first verse. Go ahead. Verse 1. Just God wants you to be saved today. Remember, God loves you. John 3.16 For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. Your action item, you have to accept the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior by faith. The Bible says, 
Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. If you are not yet saved and God will require your soul, the Bible says that you will be in the lake of fire. You will be tormented day and night forever and ever. Be saved today. Today is your salvation day. Let's proceed to the second verse. Go ahead. Be saved, my friend. Today is a very important day for you. God is calling you. God is, is looking at your heart. Now, if you accept Him by faith, surely He will save you. So, for us Christians, renew your commitment to God. Let's pray one another. Let's be part of the Great Commission. Just like Moses and Aaron, he obeyed God. They obeyed God. And so with us, let's pray one another. Let's pray for our pastor. Let's pray for our church. Expansion of God's work, the building program, our tithes and faith promise. Let's pray at this time of pandemic. We need God. We need to pray. We need to be prayer warriors as well. And all the people say, Amen. So thank you so much, Pastor, for that uh, great message. Uh, this time, let's have our closing prayer. Let's close our eyes, bow down our heads, and let's pray. Heavenly Father and loving God, thank you so much for this time that you have uh, fed us with the Word of God. Thank you for using our pastor to preach the Word. And uh, we learn and we know that it is only the power of God that can save the soul of a person. Thank you so much, Lord, for your goodness and faithfulness. And uh, help us, dear Father, that uh, after our salvation, we'll be able to declare your name to all the people on earth, whether physical or online, and that knowing that salvation is purely the works of God, and you're worthy to be honored and to be praised and to lift it up, not only this morning, but forever. Continue to train us, dear Father, your servants, so that we'll be able to deliver others from the bondage of sin. Like Moses and Aaron, they are so obedient today, we pray that we will not only be hearers, but doers of the word of God. We are so dependent on you, dear Father, to win the power of darkness, because our enemy is like a roaring lion seeking home. He may devour uh, as the pandemic is still in progress. We continue to pray for your protection, for your guidance, and uh, thank you so much for uh, saving our souls. If there is anyone in our midst, physically and digitally, that is not saved. We pray for the salvation of souls of that person. And we pray the Holy Spirit will continue to talk to his or her heart and that he will be saved and his family as well. Today, we honor your name for your goodness. We lift up your name. And uh, as we are about to go, bless your people, dear Father, and continue to cover us with the precious blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. And all this we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. May God bless us all.